0: To. go on, just talk to linkedin hello and welcome back to the thinking wealth podcast uh, today having not spoken to you guys or produced any podcast for around a week or so we thought we'd do a general chat about the sort of banking system and everything else around it uh, we've seen a lot of chat since uh, the start of the pandemic about inflation and where that could go so yeah we thought we'd do a general chat about a few subjects today mm. al do you want to kick us off with
1: one i think to begin with we need to say rest in peace to john mcafee nice a true crypto legend and a maverick and a, a rebel by all accounts so john if if there is an afterlife john <laughs> you lived a good life pal and uh you, you change a few people's minds on how they saw the world for the right or wrong that's up to the person but rest in peace mate uh, and I'm sure he didn't kill himself like Epstein like a few others yeah so we'll leave that out. there we're not going to talk anymore about that but John McAfee God bless mate um, yeah let's talk about centralised banking I think that's a good place to start isn't it because mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of noise about it and it, how it's the devil and everything but Most people don't really know that much about it. Uh, In reality, I don't think anybody knows all the stories or there's very few people. No. But uh, it obviously comes with a lot of problems because the amount of power that these organisations have, like the Federal Reserve and the the central banks, the English uh, Bank of England and the European Central Bank, they've got a lot of power that can dictate what goes on in world economies and certain people... Can benefit from, you know, nations' hardships, like George Soros, for example. He knew what was happening with the British pound in the eighties, and he shorted the pound and made millions, hundreds of millions overnight. That doesn't come about through, uh,
0: you know, chance. No, no, that's that's known, and it's the, ver- the 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 minority, the very few that seem to get their hands on that sort of information, so to speak. Mm moving in the right circles. Yeah. And the reason centralised banking come about in the first place was because
1: the, the, uh, the markets were absolutely everywhere. Uh, you know, there was no stability in, in national government. You know, the financial markets were just a complete mess. So the reason centralised banking come about was to stabilise all that, to have a central power that could dictate interest rates and everything, and the free market didn't just take it everywhere. That's the story. To
0: help control it so that it had less effect on everyday people.
1: Yeah, 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 basically. That's the story. Now, whether it did or not, I don't know. But that's how it sort of come about in the... um, Well, I think it was uh, Dutch to begin with, and then I think it went to the British um, dynasty, if you like, and then from there... And then from there we went to... uh, Over to America in the late... Uh, 1800s was it the founding of America 1776 or something like that was it mm-hmm. and that's when it sort of took hold I believe and uh yeah ever since then we've been living under a centralised banking system and in the last couple of years we've got DeFi which is
0: decentralised finance which is rocking the boat a little yeah and I think that's where you could potentially see the the future of banking going mm. Um We're going to move on to inflation and other things in a moment. But, yeah, that does seem to provide a solution to quite a few things. I don't know what it's going to mean for, like I say, the the banking system we've been used to, the one that you've just been describing. But Mm. it seems to offer up a solution. But it seems to offer, offer up a solution to everyone. Now, that doesn't seem to benefit the few that this current system has benefited for a long, long time. So how that all sort of... Plays out. Mm. Will be interesting to see. Because it's a complete
1: dynamic, uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, Yeah, like a dynamic shift. Like people who have lived under one paradigm all their life, and this is completely different. You haven't got a Lloyd's bank or an American bank that you can just pick up the phone and speak to somebody. This is you control everything. You've got your own keys. You've got your own everything. You, you find your best interest rates on a DeFi platform and you risk your money in that platform. Yep. There's no regulation yet. We don't know what's coming. Um but is this the end of centralised banking as we know it? I don't it's just a prediction, a hypothesis,
0: we don't know, do we? No well no, you can't you can't claim to know that sort of thing, can you? But No. We do seem to be coming to a head with a few things, don't we? Mm. Um so yeah, we'll see what we'll see what happens, I suppose. Yeah, if you if you
1: ever read a book, if you want to find out about like the Federal Reserve, um, there's a book called "The Creature from Jekyll Highland. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. I'm just trying to find it for you. G. Um, Edward Griffin. I should have remembered that. He's wrote uh, a few others as well. The Creature from Jekyll Island, and that just goes and, and tells you about maybe the more hidden dark dynamics of the centralized banking system and the founding of the federal reserve and the powers that they have because essentially who who do they who are they responsible to because it should be the people but it isn't it's it, although it's not necessarily a private organization it's a half private half public it's very grey yeah you know they they're not really held to account they can completely Mess up what everything they're doing and spin a propaganda story, and people wouldn't
0: question anything. It's got to be the government's um, within the government's remit to work alongside. They should the central
1: bank. They should, but I, I think the Fed's got more power than than the federal government.
0: To be fair, well, yeah, That's where money's involved, this that, that seems to be the mm. seems to be the way, don't it, mate? So. I think it, I don't really know how it works too well,
1: but I'm fairly sure that each individual state has its own central bank, if you like, and then the, 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 like the leaders of each individual state then go to the Federal Reserve. as right. You know what I mean? I think it works like that. I'm sure we'll be corrected if not. But uh, they control interest rates and, and uh, the money supply and, and all this in a country. It's a lot of power. Absolutely. If they want to crash an economy, they can do it with a click of a finger, and
0: yeah, the
1: you know the argument is well, we had a recession in two thousand seven, two thousand eight, two thousand nine, into two thousand eleven. I think it went into didn't it? Pretty much, it? yeah. And uh, if it wasn't that, their argument I suppose would be if it wasn't for us printing trillions of dollars and billions of pounds, then we'd be fucked. But what isn't? And we can't ever know is if you weren't there in the first place, would we ever got to that point? Yeah, yeah. You know, if you hadn't had all that control and manipulated for years and piss poor decision making, I mean, it's it's good in one sense that the that like the governments of the world. We're going to speak to the UK government here, but it's a good job that they they don't know what they're doing with the money because if they did, we'd be in more of a fucking mess. It's because <laughs> they waste that much. That we were okay. If they actually did it properly, we'd be fucked,
0: I think. So, I think if I'm getting this right, from what I can make out uh, from what you've said there, I mean, to maybe take a different spin on it, if it it was allowed to play out, Mm. it'd fall in on itself, wouldn't it? Like a deck of cards. Yeah. So to speak. But because it's been there for such a long time, we don't know what the reality of life would be without a central bank would we we wouldn't no, know no. how we would operate or anything because it's been there for so long mm.
1: it's not a free market so yeah. the market's not dictating its own markets so they've got the they've got the problem and the solution then apparently mm. Mm. provide a problem then give them the solution yeah
0: mm.
1: yeah and I think that's what I, I believe that that's what's been happening for, for years and years and cycles of yeah yeah it's like what what happens is anything in life, right? You can put this to anything, but we'll use the, the financial world, right? Anything that isn't allowed to correct eventually pops. And that happens all the time. So rather than just having const, It's like an aeroplane. You take off and you have to keep moving the nose, don't you? Mm-hmm. So that you can then get to your destination. Yeah. If you didn't ever move your nose, which is what if you put that into the context of the money, they won't let it correct. They won't let things deflate to the... So they have to keep inflating, 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 inflating. All of a sudden, pum and
0: it pops. Because they won't let it come down. And I suppose you could, we could maybe now touch on the subject of cryptocurrencies and how they could be adopted to hopefully get countries out of a big, big mess. So we've got, in recent times, we've got uh, Greece, isn't it? We've got Spain... We've got other Portugal. EU, yeah. Portugal, other EU nations that have gone through a really rough time. Africa, you've got mad currencies in Africa, and yeah. dollars, yeah, where you've got notes now worth like a billion or a trillion dollars, yeah. So, yeah, it's an interesting time. But we'll, uh, yeah, does, does cryptocurrencies provide a solution? Does DeFi? decentralized financial Mm. systems Do they provide a solution to us it seems that there's too many people and too much money involved in this current system for that just to be allowed to happen in my opinion but whether there's going to be like a hybrid Mm. it's possible yeah you know I,
1: I think we're moving towards a globalised currency where we'll have one currency across the world. I know a lot of the individual Western-type minds don't like that. Me neither, really. I don't want it. I want small, decentralised currencies all across the world and we can trade and stuff. But, you know, I can, I, I can see why that would work and how that would work. Uh, I think it's very problematic if the power of that currency
0: ends up... Which well, I, I think it inevitably will. This is the problem. Just to give, like, maybe a more political stance on that particular subject. Mm. I think everything else then goes with it as well. Yeah. You'd imagine so, wouldn't you? Because money's the most powerful thing, isn't it? Or generally speaking. So you're not just going to have a one-world currency. You'll probably have a one-world government, so to speak, that goes alongside that. And I don't like the idea of that. No. Well, they've got a military NATO, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. They've already got a world military. So yeah I mean I could see why you would say that could happen but I don't like the idea of it because I can see a lot of, a lot of other things following with mm, it mm. a Look, one world government being the main one have we got Us already pretending, well maybe without the
1: it's like African countries they don't give a fuck so they don't. we don't hear about it
0: it's like the western countries
1: are, are we all controlled by you know? I think we've
0: got we've got a version of it but we haven't got a completely direct version of it, which I think that would 100% bring about. Not open? No. I
1: mean, you look at France, Canada, the Biden... Biden is not...
0: We're going to be in trouble with YouTube, yeah. <laughs> Biden is not running the US, is he? doesn't appear to me, does he, the way that. He just he does look like a puppet, doesn't he, for, yeah. for everything else that's going on behind him. We've said for a long time, haven't we, you know? It look, it looks like he's just been ushered in to then probably bring Camilla Harris in to take over once once he finally does go fully senile, he already looks like he's, he's halfway like there. That, he? But um yeah. So he had a so, meeting
1: with Putin last week. I thought Putin would <laughs> cut him up and eat him if he wanted to. <laughs> it's
0: just, great, don't great. think it's interesting how all these things we just had a conversation about the central banking system. And all these things majorly cross over, don't they? Yeah, they they do. That's how powerful this is. You go back
1: to the cryptocurrency thing that you mentioned? Is that the solution? I don't know. Possibly. Because that's global.
0: You can do it anywhere with an internet connection. I just don't see how they would want... I don't see how they would want that to be adopted. Because it's giving too much power, for want of a better word, to the individual...
1: Yeah, apparently. Well, yeah. But maybe it isn't. Maybe it's controlled already. Is, yeah, possibly. I think that that's we keep. I keep talking about it all the time about Monero. That's why I like that because it can't be tracked. Bitcoin can, and that's what uh, we were watching a video about with Edward Snowden just, and he mentioned he's worried about the security concerns of Bitcoin. There's no one to talk about security more than Edward Snowden.
0: His background. So.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it is. I think DeFi, the the, the context of DeFi and what it's doing, that's a game changer, technology-wise, but currency-wise. Because cryptocurrency isn't really a currency, is it? No. It should really just be called crypto, I think. Currency, like Monero is a currency, that could be used to trade and everything. Bitcoin can't. It's like cash. If people know where all your cash is going, that's not a fungible unit. If everything's tracked digitally, that's not fungible. But things that can't be tracked, like cash, physical cash, that's fungible,
0: you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So does it solve a problem? I don't know. Certain ones, but very few. That's why maybe, like I say, there'll be a, maybe a hybrid. I can't even begin to suggest what that might look like, to be honest, but... But they're about central banks having their own currencies, isn't they? Their own cryptocurrencies. Mm-hmm. Suppose that'd go a fair way to starting that. So a blueprint for central bank
1: digital currencies in the Financial Times today? It's time for central bank digital currencies to get serious.
0: Do you think it's too big just maybe I'm slightly off topic, do you think Bitcoin 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 has become too big or all of the cryptocurrencies together have become too big for it to be almost put to one side or regulated to the nth degree. Hmm.
1: I don't know if you look at what China's done in the last well year or so. I know well, China's, China's a bit difficult. of one off, isn't it? Well, it is. But look at America. You're not far off the way the the controls going over there. China, we have been bombarded with propaganda about China too, like how bad it is. I'm not saying it
0: isn't bad, but, you know. But I think people, I think certain people would love the idea of China, a society yeah. like China. Safe, secure. Yeah, that mm-hmm. sort of mentality. I, I, I can think of much worse, to be honest. No. Um, but, yeah. Because there's obviously that's always the thing that gets brought up, isn't it, about cryptocurrencies is the fact that so far it is unregulated, isn't it? Or as much as we think so, anyway, as mm-hmm. we think it is. So has it got that big now that they couldn't regulate it too tightly? I don't because know. Because there would be... Imagine the uproar.
1: Well, yeah, but, I
0: mean, look at the Asian market. They regulate that often. So what... Bitcoin at a trillion dollar market cap. Well, it has done a few times. It's been up and down as ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's huge, isn't it? If I'm not mistaken, I think uh, a few months back when it did hit that uh, recent market cap, mm-hmm. there was more m- money in it than um, than what was circulating in British pound.
1: That's possible. I don't know. I Bold
0: statement, but I'm pretty certain it's that's possible, what I man. read.
1: I mean, it's at six hundred and thirty-five billion today.
0: It's what's it? Six hundred and
1: thirty-five billion market
0: cap. Yeah, that's mad, isn't it? to think it's gone down. What's that? Three hundred and sixty-five billion dollars since yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Wow. I think
1: the whole market cap peaked, including Alts, peaked two trillion didn't it at one point? I don't think it's uh, it's anywhere near that now, but you know,
0: there was opportunity there as well to be yeah so yeah we sort of I suppose we're going around the houses a little bit here with this topic of conversation but you do don't you it's so tightly linked in it central banks government policy the state of the world I mean we can't have gone through a bigger change ever have, apart from world wars than what we've gone through over the last 18 months in certain sectors mm. so yeah I mean jobs unemployment, inflation. They're all tied together, aren't they? Should we talk about inflation? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because economists, like... It's another big topic of conversation, isn't it, off the back of the last 12, 18 months. Yeah, it's very hot.
1: A lot of economists, like, they all, like, try and give real technical... Uh, what's the word? Examples of, uh, of what inflation is, explanations of what... Of what inflation is, the easiest one I've been able to deal with uh, and actually makes sense to me is that there's too much currency in an economy for the stuff that's in the economy. So the goods that I are in mean, the economy, there's too much money sort of floating flow. around there to buy them. So all the prices go up to fit the supply. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, that's the easiest way I've come to understand a very basic principle of of inflation. And in order to control inflation, central banks have used interest rates. So if they want to tame inflation, they'll rise interest
0: rates a little bit. I mean, it's, it's maddening it to think of interest rates being anything above like 1% or 2% since we've been sort of involved yeah. in business, or especially property and things like that. Yeah. I always... You always find out, you're like your, your dad or a family member or a, maybe an older friend that would talk of times in the 80s, 90s yeah. Yeah. where interest rates were like, what, 15% or something. Mad. Yeah. Imagine having a mortgage uh, with uh, anything close to that, an interest rate close to that. Imagine that. Uh, well, no, it just wouldn't work. You know, it's not. Well, this is it. Isn't it? Again, it goes back to the... The start of the conversation, doesn't it? Where does this lead? Yeah. Cause I mean we've had a conversation before starting the podcast today about that would absolutely fuck up so many people, wouldn't it, financially? If yeah. interest rates got to anywhere No, it percent, let alone fifteen percent. It would the government that well, yeah, the government
1: yeah. couldn't handle it. So where do we go? Don't forget the government borrows money from the central banks, that's where they get it from. So if the central banks raise their interest rates by one percent just one percent. The banks then, uh, the governments then have to start paying interest rates to the central banks. <coughs> they can't do it. They can't do it. Yeah, it's mental. And then the banks apparently lend it out to us, which they don't. But apparently they lend it out to us at a slightly higher interest rate to what they're getting. There's what you know. So you lend it out at point one, point two percent above. There's no money in it. Banks make their money from fees. Exit fees and entry fees. They don't make it from interest rates. Then they'll package all the debt up, debt, pack it all up and then sell it off. And that's what crashed the O seven O eight 8 housing market. Yeah. Selling shit debt. Which, Warren Buffett, his firm, was one of the biggest organisations that were doing that. So we put Buffett on a pedestal, which, yeah, granted, he probably deserves to be up there, but... You know, let's face reality in the square in the face. The guy was packaging toxic debt and putting it in as an AIA rating and selling it to
0: these firms. So Well, and and if you look at the current state of um especially the pro- property market, how far away are we from that situation again, do you think? What crashing. Yeah. When you've got I don't know, ninety five percent loan to value mortgages. Yeah, it does stink again. The market has gone through the roof over the last... Yeah, but why? 12, 24 months. What, why has he? Too much cash? There's too much cash and it's cheap Well, debt? And, yeah, and policy changes as well, haven't they? Like stamp duty being the well, most obvious they've one. D- they've done that to, to try and keep exactly, it afloat. Yeah, well, yeah. this is another example well, is-
1: of regulation trying to keep everything going. They need to let it cl- yeah, come yeah. down
0: and then it will be stable you just imagine, though, the market dropping by 20%, 25% to the people that have bought property over the last year or year two? or so, I know. With a 95%, 5% deposit. It's a mess, isn't it? It's an yeah. absolute
1: mess. But that's where I'm going to just make my money. Well, no, yeah, I get that. And it's just the smart but... people make money when everyone's in pain. It's just the way the world works, isn't it? Unfortunately. That's well, It's not even unfortunate. The, the reality is, it's a bit Machiavellian, but the reality of life is that the stronger to the top and the weak to the bottom, and they get eaten. You see, the eat will be eaten. Mm-hmm. Now, the enlightened people, we say, oh, you know, lovey dovey and all this. We are animals, and the people at the top of the centralised banking system do not want to give up that. It's as simple as that. It's human nature. You know, when we put their evil, you know, they're after everybody's money. So if you were a president or prime minister, you'd be corrupt as fuck. Mm. it's just because it's against you This system that we're in rewards psychopathy those who are the most psychopathic and the most brutal generally speaking go to the top
0: because it's animalistic people just don't like to hear it, but it's just true what would the left say in response to that do you think? <laughs> well
1: I couldn't give a fuck what they'd say to me
0: <laughs> the truth's the truth but <laughs> but,
1: listen, they can keep, we, we can all pretend that this stuff isn't reality. What we I'm, can deal
0: with reality and go, right, I can make something for myself, yeah. What I might use there to sort of link that to the left side of politics is what we've seen over recent times, what's been rumoured about the, the Great Reset, uh, universal basic income. Um, yeah, where do we see that all... Going, yeah. because that I don't Only know how. It, I don't, don't know enough that. about it, but I don't know how how would that help? How does that help by giving everybody a universal
1: basic? Income? Well, it's an egalitarian mo- worldview, so everyone's just completely Same. equal. Yeah. Everyone's
0: as average as everybody else. I suppose at the end of that, yeah, the trade-off might be to get them out of this mess. The, the trade-off might be pass over your property. And we'll give you bit we'll amount after you. a month, yeah. yeah. Socialism. Two, awesome. two to three grand for the next, however long you're here.
1: And, and it, I suppose it could be like a utopian idea, right? So we go, right, Everyone had, no, nobody has any property, which is more Marxist, it's just a, a you know far-left idea. No one has any property, the state will look after everyone and everyone will get 10 grand a month.
0: A lot of people would sign up for that. Yeah, but then... That's because I think they'd be thinking of life as it was prior to that decision being made. Oh, 10 grand a month. Ten grand a month now to me is that's yeah, a, that's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, and it, but it is that's a lot of money. But but would that what where I'm going with this is which is what we've already spoken about a moment ago. What's that ten grand gonna be worth after those big decisions are made? You ain't gonna be buying the same things that you're buying at this very moment in time for the same price as what you would do after a massive decision like that. Everyday things would surely go through the roof. Buying anything would go through the roof. Because all of a sudden Yeah. You'd expect so. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and uh, yeah, the workplace, how would that change? I just simply don't know what would happen. Who
0: would work? Uh, you can't you can yes no. I don't know I've got no I mean, idea it's such a broad yeah exactly it's such a broad thing to speak about I mean
1: the great reset to me is is w- what has been labelled as I did a video on that my personal YouTube about like what it means building back better it's like better to who yeah who's deciding that because the people probably early 19 uh, sorry early 20th late 19th century in America they were flourishing based on pure capitalism without Government interference and all oh, that regulated. mess. Yeah, there's no one there, nothing there like that. And they were flourishing. There was that much money flowing around over there. Um, but now, obviously, completely different. We've never seen that since. We have what we're operating in now is not capitalism. It is not. It's at best, at best, it's a hybrid of crony capitalism and socialism. At best. Christ, I say that to a certain certain so, few, mate. Tell me where. Uh, Free market capitalism exists. We're definitely down in England, because we're already fucked, I think, here. Doesn't in America?
0: No. I don't know. What, what What emerging nations could you point to? I'm not sure. I'm not
1: sure you could. I think the founding of America would have been, like Adam Smith with Wealth of Nations. That is potentially when the only time the only time now, I think the US was an experiment in that when it was created like like a an experiment of human consciousness like how can that interact with one another you know what I mean? yeah see how society plays out And I think it worked to be fair the, um, the the economic flourishing of America it's become the world's powerhouse eh? Yeah, do you think it's gonna get taken over anytime soon? Mm. I think it's on the cusp now. To be fair, I think the dollar is is struggling. China. Yeah, China. Obviously, because we're in the West, we we always have anti-Chinese rhetoric anyway. But they are powerful, is not they? Anything you see in the shops, like toys and that, manufacturing, it's all China, it
0: clothes, isn't it? Clothes, everything. Mm-hmm. Somebody, I was playing cricket the other day, somebody in the changing room had something... Uh, I think it might have been even a set of pads, and that was China. Like mm. you say, everything seems to be
1: Chinese, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's why Trump had a load of crap, man, from the media and everything, because he weren't having nothing, was he, about China, like... No. I don't know whether it was a good or a bad thing or what. They a like, uh a Donald Trump thing, but... He had a lot of crap from the media and everything, and you've got to look and, and wonder, is all that because he was standing in the way of, like... Change? The global... you know. The global elites. I don't like to use that's too conspiracy in it, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Was he there in the way? Whether he was meant to be or not, I don't know.
0: Again, another one we'll never find out the answer to.
1: No, but I tell you, the truth stands there in all of its glory. Falsity falls away in because it has to... Nowhere to go. go. Mm. So we'll see. Everything stands there, the truth always stands there in the end. Absolutely. Yeah. What else are we talking about? then? Uh, we could talk about the gold standard and,
0: and fiat money. Yeah, we were just looking earlier, weren't we? I think, was it Richard Nixon?
1: Yeah, yeah. Nixon took the dollar off the gold standard. That's it. And in the seventies, in a, in America, obviously he sat sit there on television and said it's for the good of everybody, of course, because because of course the uh, every single fiat currency in the history of humanity has gone to nothing. Every single one, but this one won't,
0: of course. Well, that's that's an interesting point there, isn't it? Yeah. Not a great record, is it, though? No. Fiat currency? No, no. And
1: and it goes through predictable stages. Fiat currency goes through predictable stages. It goes through the coming off the standards, going to wars to create more currency. You have to print money to pay for the war. Inflation goes up, hyperinflation, end of the currency. It's a a standard process, though. It's happened in Roman times. They Obviously, they had the printing press, but they used to like smelt the coins down so that the, the silver and gold that they were using, they used to put copper in them. <laughs> and then the ones... So the good money, the ones that they didn't smelt, got hoarded. They never spent them. So the smart people would hoard them. And the shit money, which they'd put copper in them and that, they'd be Go the ones heads, that people yeah. would trade. Wow. So what happens in now here, we buy gold and silver as a hedge, which is the same way of what they did we're just doing it different here yeah? you
0: know what I mean oh that's got no copper in it
1: kid oh, no it ain't 99.9% pure mate <laughs> yeah but nothing changes human beings don't change do we
0: no well not really
1: well technology shifts society changes doesn't it and then comes back round and... yeah even fashions the women say it don't they oh this was in fashion 20 years yeah, ago yeah 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 that's a good point everything comes back round all the time I don't think we ever learn from stuff.
0: And I think fiat's on the way back out. Yeah, none of the big ones have That hasn't... Like, although things obviously go through recessions and countries go through recessions, etc. Yeah. We've never had, like, the US dollar completely explode, have we? Obviously, no. Because that's, that's a bit of a problem if that was to ever happen. But maybe this is... This whole conversation has been brought about because of what's happened over the last 12 18 months and now what they're trying to do to help it recover and maybe this is the reason why we're having the conversations that we're having today about whether there is a better way Mm. and what will come in maybe to take take over from it because it's looking in a state isn't it yes looking an absolute mess yeah. Here it is. Yeah. And I've got no idea to, Remains it, to
1: be saying it. There's far more intelligent people than me and you that have tried to figure this stuff out and ain't been able to do it. Exactly. Um, yeah. I think the problem is the people at the top who have a massive decisions are, shouldn't be there through intelligence and, and what they've achieved in their life and they're there through who they know, how they behave, you know, how corrupt they are. And these are the people making the decisions and this is the problem. I hear people talking on YouTube every day. I could find people with brains the size of the moon. And you've got Joe Biden as president. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's just logical. Smatten it, I think, yeah. There's a guy called Daniel Schmattenberger. He's an absolute genius. The guy, one sentence, he, he puts into like five words, what, You'd need to use 40 words, you know. And he's just Bruce someone who's voice. mastered language and stuff. So yeah, like. yeah. This guy is a genius. What's his name? Daniel Schmattenberger. And yeah. you know, you just put Biden there and him there, and would be like, hey, and you go to an alien would come down and look at the video. <laughs> and you told him that Biden was the leader of the free world and not him. That aliens would probably just leave and go, These are, <laughs> these are gone. <laughs> it's a tragedy man but yeah but Boris is the same Aliens is a different podcast isn't it Aliens Aliens, Green Aliens yeah yeah (laughs) we'll leave that one yeah yeah that I mean I don't know what else to say there we've covered quite a lot in that
0: time yeah a little less structured today but uh, it's alright still worth getting on having a chat in it don't matter yeah I think that was, creates conversation, doesn't it? Yeah. And thoughts. All right, we'll leave it there. See you later. See you later. Bye. Right. Bye.